Greetings, film fans. No foolin'. We are starting off April 1st with the opening of the iconic, legendary Skyview Drive-In in Belleville. We'll talk all things Skyview with Steve Bloomer in just a moment. Around minute 35, we'll talk Morbius. Around minute 46, we'll talk Moon Knight. Around minute 47, better Nate than never. Around minute 53, we'll talk Bruce Willis. Around minute 54, the Theater Circle Awards. Around minute 58, we'll wrap it up with Elton John and the Oscars. Carl, what do you think about that? I actually, the very first movie I saw during the pandemic was at the Skyview. I saw, I saw Tenet there. So <laughs> that's a good memory for me. Yes, the, the Skyview uh, has been a part of my life since I was a wee child and it has now, it's celebrating its 73rd year in business and we are so happy to have with us today as our guest, Steve Bloomer, the owner and operator. Hey, Steve. Hey, how you doing, Lynn? Thank you. You have way more energy than Carl and I combined. Oh my goodness. So uh, tell us about uh, what's happening this weekend. Well, uh, like you said, we are opening. We'll be open on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, we'll open with Morbius, brand new movie on screen one, along with Uncharted, which is still doing quite well. And on the back screen, we're going to have The Lost City, which opened up in num number one position last weekend. Uh, and the second feature with that will be Scream 5. So that's a blockbuster lineup for to start with. That's awesome. So uh, how is this? You were one of the few theaters that were able to uh, pivot, shall we say, during the pandemic. So what has it been like the last two years? Well, two years ago in uh, 2020, we had to kind of uh, I banded together with a, number, a few other drive-in theaters in Illinois. There's five, uh, nine of us in Illinois. And we wrote a letter to the governor because, you know, he had us on lockdown and uh, wouldn't make any exceptions for drive-ins. There, there are other outdoor activities that were allowed. Um, but we just had to make the case, you know, drive-ins are a safe place for families to come because they're in their own cars. Uh, um, and we went with you know half capacity, so instead of uh, having one car parking between the the old speaker poles, we instead of having two, yeah, we only had one, which means there was a fifteen foot separation between vehicles. Uh, we weren't allowed to let people into the concession stand or the bathrooms. Nobody could come into the building, so we had to do carry out. Uh, people had to come to the door. We had runners that would pick up their orders, and we had porta potties outside. Uh, we we normally have eight of them because there's uh, there's not enough uh, facilities for the ladies uh, in normal times. So we just doubled them from eight to sixteen, and we had concerts, we had corporate events, we had um, the, the school of rock. I mean, we we had all kinds of various activities out there. And 2020 was actually uh, one of the most, uh, uh, one of the bigger years that we've ever had. Um, and uh, uh, your intern mentioned that he came out and saw Tenet. That was the only new movie that came out during 2020. Everything else that we played was all retro movies. We played Grease, we played Goonies, we played RoboCop, uh, we played True Grit. Um, Did you that have was a muscle, our, our, didn't you have a muscle car night? Or a Burt Reynolds night? We did. Um, that was uh, that was la uh, last year, 2021. And we're having them again this year. It's, called, it's, it's a Firebird Fest. And yeah. there's got like 250 Pontiac Firebirds that will be out there on May 20th for uh, Spokane Abandoned again. That's what they want to see. Oh, wow. I bet that's huge. I bet you get a huge crowd for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even people that are not a part of this, the Firebird Fest, they're welcome to just to come out and see the cars. Uh, there are a number of them. Uh, I think we had like two or three that were actually signed by Burt Reynolds. Wow. 
Wow. So, so you of the last two years, there were some uh, silver linings to you have you guys having to pivot because now you kept the things that worked and are continuing to do movies. That's true. Well, last year wasn't nearly as good, but open. So people had other options. Um, and a lot of the good movies from last year were pulled out of release and moved to this year. So now this year, we've got all kinds of, we got the uh, movies for, that were supposed to play two years ago, last year, and this year. Uh, I mean, Top Gun is an example. They moved that thing around so many times. Uh, that will be out this year. Um, Doctor Strange was moved from the end of March uh, into the beginning of May, which is okay. Uh, but there's a lot of good stuff coming out this year. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, I mentioned Top Gun. Uh, we, we're going to have uh, Secrets of Dumbledore in a couple of weeks. Um, what else? Thor. The Thor movie, another Marvel uh, character. Um, Lightyear. From oh, wow. the, oh yeah, that's that should be huge. Yeah, you're going to have a new Minions and a new um, uh, uh, the the pets are coming back with a is it what what is it Carl Secret Life of Super Secret pets? Life of Pets three. Yeah, from a yeah. Belleville native. Yeah, yeah. Glenn McCoy. Right. Uh, so that'll be fun. What keeps you going? Because your family has been in this business for, uh, you know, it's a part of Belleville history. So tell us about how your family got involved and how long you've been involved. Well, my, the sky was built by my grandfather and his two brothers. So it's been in the family all that time. Um, my grandfather passed away. His uh, sister-in-law was president. My, my, my dad was somewhat involved. He, dad was never really intimately involved in the theater operation. Um, when he passed, I kind of took over, uh, you know, his interest in the building along with my sister and, um, I, I supervised the operations out of Skype. You had a full-time manager out there. Um, but then he left in 2010 to, because he was involved with the, uh, the Granite City Cinema and he ended up managing that. So I've been, uh, around i've been around theaters all my life i mean i learned how to thread a movie projector when i was five years old <laughs> the old 35 millimeter film projectors i mean i, I could do that um, and you still have you still have some of the old equipment on display at the skyview don't you yeah we we kept uh when, when we went digital in 2013 we we uh, kept one of the uh 35 millimeter projectors it's in the concession stand for people to look at um so I, I, even though I haven't worked here all my life, I've been involved all my life. Um, you know, I, I still, in fact, I still do insurance. If, if any of your uh, uh, listeners are over 65 and they do something about a Medicare Advantage plan, they can give me a call and contact me. All um, right. I, I still do that. Um, but, uh, even when we're shut down over the, the, the winter, there's still stuff that I have to do uh, just to you know, be sure that the place is still functioning. And always before we open it, I have to start working about six weeks before that. So I've got to contact last year's employees, find out how many, how many are coming back. We had a hiring day uh, two weeks ago, Saturday. And then last Saturday, we had to have everybody out there to get ready to go. So it, even though we're, operation is seasonal it's pretty much a full-time job i can imagine well uh, our former uh st louis critics film a uh, film critics association president joe williams longtime reviewer at the post dispatch yes. had his wedding reception at the sky view so you do run it out yes, for we do. private yep. events don't anybody's you? interested in a private event just send an email to skyview drive-in all one word at att.net and I'll, I'll make contact with you and we'll see what we can do and carl get your newsletter so you I send do. that out to 
to uh, everybody as well. And you have a pretty active Facebook page. It drives me nuts when companies don't update their Facebook page. But every week you have what's happening and, and what's going on. One of your features is you have a special thing for people to sign up for the first couple uh, spots near the screen. So tell us about your, your special... Yes. Well, right, right now at the beginning of the season, since we've got so many guys that aren't familiar with the total operation, we're doing five reserved spots on each screen. Now, I'm probably by, by the time we get to Doctor Strange, we'll do ten reserved spots on screen one and five on screen two. And what you need to do is again, you need to send an email to uh, Skyview Drive-in at att.net and tell us four things. One, you have to tell us what night you want to come. Two, you have to tell us what movies you want to see. Three, tell us whether your vehicle is uh, in a white pole, which means that your vehicle is five foot three inches tall or shorter, or an orange pole. And it would be five, taller than five foot three inches. And then tell you need an orange pole. And they're coming in in a, a, you know, a Honda Civic, which is a white pole. So we, that doesn't happen often, but it's enough that it causes problems when the, we have an orange pole reserved for them and they come in on a white pole car. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. What and, about... Go ahead. No, I was going to say... What about um, your, I know this year you had to increase prices like everybody else because of all the things happening, but tell about the, how many, like your, for your family and what's all that, what's involved in bringing a family to the, to the show. Okay. Well, admission price for adults is $13. And with each adult, you get one child age 12 and under in for free. And Yay. if there's any other. If there's any more than one per adult, then they're, they're only $3 each. So if you take a family of four, um, you're looking at 26 bucks. And that's cheaper than any other theater that you can go to. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Huge. Huge. And you get, um, see, you get to see two movies and not just one. You don't have to stay for both, but you certainly can stay for both movies. And you do, uh, uh, if people come out of the trunks, you do get them. <laughs> oh, we do. Oh, yeah. yeah we caught one uh, last year. And I gave him uh, three choices. I said, well, okay, here's your first choice. Is you guys can all leave right now with no refund. Two, if you don't want to, if you refuse to do uh, that, then the people that were in the trunk will pay double what the admission price would have been. If you don't do that, I'll call you the police. Call the police to have you arrested for trespassing. So, sure, we don't catch everybody, but you don't want to be the one that we catch. <laughs> no, no. You um, can, the the, uh, web, the website is also cute too. You can go to skyview-drive-in.com. That will tell you everything that we're talking about: the history, photos, and what movies are coming up and what movies are showing. I, I, I right. like your website. It's it's old. It's old timey. It's it's very much very much like the Skyview. <clears throat> well, my son. Has, yeah. Go ahead. My son uh, designed it, and he updates it uh, on a weekly basis. He understands that it needs to be upgraded. Uh, no, he, no, he I like it. it. I like the way it looks. Well, what he wants to do, though, uh, he realized the, he's done some of the metrics on people that access the, uh, the website, and he said about 80% are mobile. Ah. They're getting on their phones, and it doesn't really function terribly well if you do it from a mobile phone. So uh, he wants to make it so that it's more uh, mobile-friendly. Friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I get that. The uh, one of the things that I love is your slasher fest every year, which yep. doesn't sound as bad as it as it does, because it is it is, friend, you know, movie goer friendly. But that kind of wraps up your season with a big with a big 
splash. It does. And we used to do it, or we had in the past, had always done it on Columbus Day weekend. Um, because the, the weather the, towards the end of October gets really iffy. Um, but for the last couple of years, we had other movies and other events that we wanted to continue to do in, in the late October. So we moved it back to Halloween weekend. And we'll probably do the same thing this year because you've got Halloween kills. Or, I'm sorry, Halloween ends. Ends. Uh, on the 14th. And I for what's the movie on the 21st. It's one of the Spider-Man movies. Uh-huh. Oh, and oh, you had Spider-Verse part one. Yeah, I, or is that, is that does that come before Halloween? I can't remember. That's too far in the future. It's in anyway, I just know. We'll, yeah, I, I know it's October. Um, so yeah, Slash Fest will be on the on the week. I think it's the twenty eighth and 29th. I think Halloween's on on a Halloween's Monday on a year. Monday. Yeah, so we'll be Friday and Saturday. And then people get to vote on the movies, which is fun. We haven't done that in the past. I'm not sure exactly how we're going to do it. We've had a committee that has worked on it. And we appreciate all they've done. And we're going to maybe do a little bit of a uh, an amalgam of things to have the, the committee work and also have some voting. Now, the, uh, you start off with just the weekends, but then once school's out, you go to nightly, correct? Right. Well, on the Memorial Day weekend, we'll go seven days a week. So be May, May 27th, I think. What were you hearing from people last year and during the pandemic that uh, since uh, you could go to the uh, Skyview for a, for a special you know, event because most everybody was inside their houses. So what were you hearing from customers? Uh, I'm not sure exactly what you're asking, Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what, when, when you were around, when other places were closed, but you were still going, what, what did you hear from people who were coming to the drive-in? Oh, well, they were very happy that they had a place where they could bring their family and, and get out of the house and still be um, safe. And still be safe absolutely um that, that's why we, we were we were really a destination in 2020 it, it was a a remarkable year uh for us in terms of you know the number of people the first weekend we were open on may the 8th i know we had goonies on one screen and i think greece and first bueller's day off anyway our, our total capacity uh instead of being 640 was about 320, something like that. On that first night, we turned away more cars than we let in. Um, they were lined up, if you're familiar with Belleville, the, the, the North Belt goes past Skyview, goes past the, the church down there, and there is a, a railroad, <clears throat> railroad overpass. They were lined up all the way down to the railroad overpass, about a good half mile. Wow. Wow. I grew up not too far from there. So I'm fairly, so it was uh, with, uh, we had five kids. So it was such an affordable option for us in my youth sure. that sure. My, and my mother loved movies. And so we piled up the, the car and my brothers would often, you know, sit because, <laughs> you know, um, bring, we would bring lawn chairs and mm -hmm. we would all sit and I just I just remember those things. Carl, did you did you know anybody who has a special routine, a special ritual that they do for the drive-in? Well, um, my, my family and I go usually once a year over to Skyview and we have to make sure we take a certain car because these new cars, some of them that you don't have keys for, they shut off after 10 minutes. And since now they go through the radio, you see you see people's car lights go on for a half a second because they have to turn their car back on so they can hear the audio. So we have to make sure that we take our uh, crossover because that one still has a key rather than pressing a button. So we didn't used to have that problem and it's not really a problem, it's just something you have to deal with. And so we usually go once a year and we always have to make sure that we 
take the right car because you have to you listen on radios now it's not the, the speaker boxes are a thing of the past well most people do uh, uh, that bring uh, uh of course you know because if you're coming on in cool weather you sit in the car but most people bring their lawn chairs and a portable fm stereo and right. sit outside that way you don't have to worry about it about <laughs> your your car lights and the radio shutting off that's one of our biggest problems um Radios? Is it some of these newer cars? You can't turn the stupid lights off. And we have a lot of black trash bags that we, that we, uh, that we cover up the headlights. Um, we have to do it. Some people are, some, then there's some people that argue with us. When we tell them to turn their lights off, they said, oh, they won't turn off. I have to leave them on. Well, there are certain cars that we know, yeah, that's probably true. There are other cars that, nope, we can turn them off. They well, just, they I just remember, don't know how. Yeah, I've done I've done several articles on the Skyview Drive-In. As you know, when when it was your anniversary year, I did a big article, and you were one of the only drive-ins in America that has been nonstop. Now it's it seems like it's there's a resurgence in in drive-ins, but there was a time where they were uh, selling for more profit. But but you guys, your family you stayed the course and did not shut it down. So uh, props to you for that. But what did, what did you think? I mean, wasn't it tempting at some points to do that? But I think you're such a movie family that, that you couldn't let it go. <laughs> well, I'm not stupid though. If somebody drops enough money on me, I'll say, hey, it's all yours. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I... Uh, uh, I, I've thought about it. And I've, I've talked about it with my wife. Uh, if it ever comes to the point where it becomes necessary to sell the property, I don't know what I'll do with myself. Um, I'll have to find some reason, some excuse to get out of the house. Uh, absence does make the heart grow fonder. <laughs> and and uh, what is it? Uh, closest breeds contempt, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, so you're so you're saying the time that you're shut down between November and April that makes you want to get back and do it. It does. It does. I mean, we 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 take advantage of the time that we're off. Um, we go somewhere for our, on vacation. Most people like like vacation in June and July. We vacation in January and February. <laughs> so. so uh, well. Then I look forward to that. But getting back to it, it's never the week or two weeks before we open. It's not all that fun because there's so much that has to be done. You know, I have to get um, I have to get the change fund organized. I have to uh, to get the movies uh, ingested onto the project the the servers. Uh, I have to go out there today. I've got one more movie that I have to put in the system. Um, and then I have to uh, unlock them with the feature keys. I have uh, to get to all of my advertisers and get, get them set up. I have three new ads that I have to get. Uh, I have a guy that's working on them for me. Um, so I have those ready to go. So it's, it, it, I'll be glad when the first weekend is over because next weekend it'll be that next week will be easy compared to this. And and if, if you ask anyone that has a birthday in April, they will tell you, you know, it it sometimes snows on my birthday. So April, uh, well, yeah. April it sometimes snows. It certainly does. Um, my mom would always talk about that. This was back in oh geez, when when she was in in junior high school. In May, she had to walk to school. She lived on South 15th Street here in Belleville, had to walk downtown to Central Junior High. And it was warm in the morning, wore a sweater. By the time she came home, there were six inches of snow on the ground. <laughs> Walking home in a sweater. This, and this, was, this was in May. Well, your family blew, uh, was Bloomer Amusement Company and uh, you owned the Ritz Theater downtown Belleville. And which was the Rex 
in in uh, before I was born, and then the the great BAC Cinema, which was considered one of the finest screens in the uh, area, and then uh, it went from one screen to multi-screen. But I remember in 1972, my senior year, The Godfather came out and it ran for a very long time. But you were telling me about the longest running movie that you had at the Ritz and Carl will get a kick out of this story. Okay. So tell us what that movie was. Okay, well, let me just correct one thing that you said. The Rex was a different theater. Oh, it was, okay. Yeah, the Rex Theater was uh, on 14th and West Main. And if you go drive by, there, drive by there, you'll see an empty lot. And try and imagine a 400, that empty lot. It, the lot doesn't seem big enough. But the, the, the Rex Theater goes back to 1923. Uh, the Ritz uh, was not run by, by my family as a theater until much later than that. And in fact, it was first called the Midway Theater. But oh, then, okay. it, then it became the Ritz. But, okay, <clears throat> when Raiders of the Lost Ark came out, it came out at the same time as Cannonball Run. And we thought, my booker thought, that uh, uh, Cannonball Run was going to be a bigger movie than Raiders of the Lost Ark. So he put, <laughs> he put, he put that, well, nobody knew anything about Raiders of the Lost Ark at that time. Right. Uh, so... Cannonball Run got the prime location, which was at the cinema. And we had something else in the, the main theater at the Ritz. So we put Raiders of the Lost Ark up in the new number two theater, which seated 140 people. We ran that thing at 99% uh, capacity for that entire summer. Um, we had reserved seats up there. I mean, so every seat was stolen. Stole, it was sold <clears throat> for each night. It ran for a total of 53 weeks. Wow. Up there. All the way and, into 1982. Yeah. And the, the week that, the, the, that we, we took it off the screen, we had a lady that called up to our office complaining. I never got a chance to see it. Well, it's on VHS yeah. now, honey. <laughs> yeah, you had 53 <laughs> weeks to watch. Well, back in those days, uh, things didn't go to to video uh, uh for maybe right a year and a half oh now, um the raiders played up there for over a year et played at the ritz for about 38 weeks and you, you don't see even in multiplexes like the the the, the marcus or the amc theaters nothing plays out there for 30 weeks even with 15 screens. No. No. Because the window's, the window's tighter now. It is tighter. And in fact, I think it's Tom Cruise is kicking up a, 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 a real uh, ruckus here about the 45-day window on Top Gun. I was reading about that, that, that uh, he is all over. Uh, is, that, is that Paramount? Or? It's Paramount, yeah. Yeah, he's all over Paramount um, about a 45-day window. So we'll see how that goes. Well, but that's, yeah. only, that's only almost seven weeks. So if you're going to see Top Gun, actually somebody even asked me yesterday. I know the new trailer dropped this week. Somebody actually asked me yesterday, did you see Top Gun yet? I'm like, no, they just dropped. They've told us very little about this movie. That, that, that's a trailer that people sent out. Yeah. Right. It's exciting, though, because it's, it's rejuvenated things. I think, you know, it's an exciting time for you. And I'm so happy that you're still you're still uh, alive and kicking. <laughs> Let me tell you an interesting story about Top Gun. You know, it was originally the new one was supposed to come out in 2020. Yeah, they pushed right. it for two years now. And when we were looking for retro movies to play, um, that was one of our... The, we did have, without our customers, vote for some of the retro movies they'd like to see. And Top Gun was at the top of the list. So we tried to book it and said, oh, no, you can't. We're, we don't want to play that because we're going to play the new movie this summer. Well, that makes absolutely zero sense. If, you, <laughs> if you've got a new Top Gun Maverick coming out, why wouldn't you uh, release the old one 
for people to see so they would maybe uh, get their appetite wetted a bit for the new one. It's been so long. A lot of people don't even know what Top Gun is. <clears throat> it's yeah. the, it's, it's, my wife still does quotes from Top Gun all the time. No good goose and, and uh, singing Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that, it'll be, uh, it'll, it, it's just fun. What were some of the weirdest things that you have seen people bringing in? Because I know people uh, trick out their, uh, their truck bed to come. People have couches and recliners and all sorts of things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, there, there were two that I could think of. And I haven't seen him for a couple of years. So evidently he's moved. Um, in, the, in the bed of his truck, not just you know, lawn chairs. No, he had a recliner <laughs> in the back, in the back of his truck. He had a battery operated refrigerator. Batteries. Yes. To, to keep his, uh, his adult beverages cool. It's a lot of batteries. Uh, he had, uh, of course, his radio in the back there and he had the speakers mounted on, on the very end of the bed of the truck. And on top of the, the refrigerator, he had a fan. <laughs> so on, on warm nights, he can keep himself cool. Um, I saw I, I saw a truck out there once that, had, that actually built stadium seating in the in the bed of the truck. <laughs> it was a long bed truck. They had three levels, so that everybody could so see the they could all see. That's right. Yep. Oh wow. <laughs> so Steve, have you seen the new uh, Morbius yet? I have not. I'm going to watch it tonight. Okay. See, because because. I know other theater owners, they have their employees watch the movies to make sure there's nothing like wrong with it. And I wonder, do you have to do it at night or can, is there, a, can you watch it during the day? Because no. you probably have a monitor or do you no. not have a monitor? It has to be shown on the screen. Yeah. Wow. If, if, if there were monitors on the screen from the projectors, you know, I, could, I could sit and watch it back in my office, but no, there, there there's no type of a monitor that I can I've been able to find out about that I can put on a digital projector. Wow. So you have to wait till it gets dark all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anything you want to uh, bring up that we have not touched upon about this season? I can't think of you've done a pretty good job of covering. Uh, <laughs> well, you know us pretty well, Lynn. So you, you, you know how, what our operation is. Um, Yeah. I'll tell you one thing about last year. Very difficult was finding employees. Oh, Everybody's yeah. having that problem. Now this year, um, I, I had a, a good number of employees to choose from, and I that's good because I had to hire twelve new employees. Um, a lot of my my employees from last year uh, moved on. They, they they got older. You know, this is not a permanent job. I don't expect them to stay forever. Um, but it always hurts to lose somebody that's been there for four or five years and, uh, that the experience that they have is, you know, it's invaluable, but, uh, we had a number, good number of people that showed up to, uh, we call it the cattle call <laughs> on our hiring day. Um, we, we sit down with them. We, we have some, uh, I have a math test that I use to kind of eliminate, um, some people. Uh, also to find out which ones are capable of working in, uh, in the box office and working as a concession cashier. Uh, that's not as important for people that are preparing food or working out on the ramps. So we, I, I had to hire, I hired 12 new people this year. I'm glad that I'm glad that you're going to be full of staff because I, I know from my friends that own businesses, how hard it is to get employees right now. Oh Yeah. Well, that's why a lot of places are they're not open on Monday and Tuesday. A lot of the downtown restaurants are are closed on Monday and Tuesday because they, they don't have the staff. Right. Well, and uh, you know about uh, 4204, you know, the yeah. restaurant that they closed because they couldn't. Uh, that's one of my favorite places to go eat. Um, yeah. That's a shame. 
I know that was great. We went there a lot. And uh, yeah, I was sad. I was sad to hear it, but I'm just so thrilled that, that you're still doing and that you thrive during the pandemic. Cause it was very nice. Carl and I would always mention what was happening there and uh, trying to keep, and, and it's just nice. It's nice to see the feedback on the, um, on the Facebook page. Like when you announce that you're opening and all these people are like, we're coming this season. And they're, they get, they make it an event. People, families make it an event which is just a lovely thing to see. Well, I just you wish can, it was going to be a little bit warmer this weekend, but I think we'll be, we'll, we'll be fine. Go to skyview-drive-in.com. And, and you'll see soon, the iconic the iconic marquee. Yes. And also, go to their Facebook page. That's also a good, I mean, that's probably, for the mobile people, Facebook is probably the better way to go. Right. And that's just Skyview Driving. Okay. Easy. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so. Thank you Thanks so much, on, Steve. Steve. Okay. Thank, thank you. Enjoyed it. You you have a great season, and I hope to see you there. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Now, Lynn. So, see, Steve did not get to see Morbius, but you did. Apparently, I'm in the minority about this movie. <laughs> yes, it is not getting well. A lot of good reviews, but you you enjoyed it. I did, and I mean, not that it's perfect by any means, but. I went in with zero expectations because this is a Marvel character that I have not heard of. And I heard it was a, a Spider-Man villain. That's all I knew. And, and now this, this is a weird thing because this is, since it's Spider-Man, it's Sony. So it's not necessarily Disney MCU, but it is kind of now that they have introduced the multiverse into the world this is is this more of the venom spider-man or is this more of the tom hardy uh, i'm not i'm not i'm tom holland tom hardy and tom holland no i think it's more along the lines of venom right i uh I like this cast jared leto i i used to um uh, i thought he was uh outstanding in Dallas Buyers Club and yes, deserved that Oscar. And then he did that highly derided, uh, universally derided Joker in the first Suicide Squad that I just hated. And I was, you know, upset. And then he was gone for a while. He didn't, he, he had a band mission to, what was 30, it? 30, 30 seconds to Mars. 30 seconds to Mars. And then and he was so also he, in House of Gucci, though. Yeah, well, then he has come back with a vengeance. He, uh, the Denzel Washington uh, police procedural, where he was the creepy guy, um, Little Big Things, yes, right? Yes, uh, on HBO Max with Remy Malek. Yeah. Which he almost got nominated for because he did get on a lot of lists. And uh, he was really creepy in that. And then he's so very method. And then House of Gucci, where he's totally different. And then he's got the mini ser limited series on Apple about the We Work guy. Yeah. And then he's got this coming out. Now, this movie has been delayed because Steve was talking about delays. This movie's been delayed seven times. Wow. Because of the pandemic. So it's been in the can. But uh, so I had zero expectations. I wanted to purposely not know anything about this. And I went in and I was entertained. Now, uh, I like this cast because it's got good cred. It's outstanding British actors. Matt Smith. Doctor Who. From Doctor Who. And uh, uh, very good character roles. And then Jared Harris of Mad Men and Chernobyl and great things. So I thought, well, this is good. And I thought Leto did a really good job as the doctor with a rare blood disease who, who decides that uh, he's going to use vampire bats in his study. And of course, when he injects himself with this serum, it goes horribly wrong. And his best bud, Milo, they were they were both so uh, 
they had such a rare blood disease as children that they had to be in a special home and they had to take infusions and nearly they're always near death and milo somehow got a lot of money and so he is financing dr morbius's experiments and he sees that all of a sudden his his he can he doesn't have to walk with a cane and he wants that too so he injects he on you know injects himself with this and he becomes even crazier more violent and is killing people and the police are on it one of them is tyrese gibson the other is the great al madrigal and yeah yeah. and so i thought it was good the the uh, woman in it adria arjona i have not heard of her before but she does a good job she is a brilliant doctor that works alongside dr morbius in his experiments so she goes along for uh, she is part of this whole thing so it's setting up a sequel it's obvious it's setting up a sequel there are two mid-credit scenes that link it back to the spider-man universe okay and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ruin it for people i heard about one already accident i people just keep putting spoilers in like the headline so if you're just trying to stay away from stuff it's almost impossible but i heard about one of them already yeah i saw somebody mention the the person in in the review i'm like what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing um edria arjona was in good omens on oh okay no no that was on amazon i'm sorry that was on amazon which they're making a second sequel or a second season of that I heard that. Well, I thought the cast was fine. What I really liked, and I guess, you know, I'm not a fanboy, so I don't have these, these, uh, you know, I don't know all preconceived notions. Right. And also, I didn't read the comics, which started in 1971. It's this living vampire. So you got the horror story element. And then you have the, I guess he's an anti-hero. He's not a superhero. Well, like Venom. Right. And so you have that. But I, I actually uh, was entranced with this story, this origin story. And uh, the, uh, to me, they hook you into the whole origin story. But the, the special effects, I mean, all all these movies to me get carried away with the the big showdowns, the finales. It is a CGI showdown, I'm guessing. Yes. But because that's what the, all Marvel movies have, a CGI right. showdown. But the transformation between the real people and then the monsters, so to speak, is seamless. And they keep going back so very quick. I was really impressed with those visual effects. I thought it was very slick. So it's very slick special effects. I will say this is odd coming right around the time of the Batman because there's a lot of bad and the music is very similar to the batman and there's that dark lining that batman has and then dr morbius is so conflicted uh he doesn't he wants to use his powers for good in and uh, as opposed to milo who's just this blood sucking machine and so that's the good and evil i suppose and then also i like the you know it's not as original as some of them are but it it does have a vibe of jekyll and hyde which has been done and redone for years and years and years and years well also it's also competing with the other marvel product that's on disney plus right now releasing one episode a week moon knight which is also about uh well I, i don't I'm, I'm guessing people are neither familiar with Morbius nor are they familiar with Moon Knight. So Marvel's digging deep into these characters. Right. The uh, Marvel, I was doing a, my research on the Marvel Universe last night. And since Iron Man in 2008, there have been 20 movies more than 20 movies until and, and the cutoff is 2020 because then you know then but we've seen a lot of marvel and i'm not as versed with it now 
Jim Batts, our colleague, is a Marvel fanatic and grew up with all the comic books. And so he was explaining to us what was going on <laughs> with the tie-in, with the tie-in to the spider uh, Spider-Verse. Right. Which makes sense. But if you're unfamiliar with that, you don't know. But they do have that notorious cliffhanger ending, which is just going to, you know, whet your appetite for more or not. But I didn't think it was as bad as uh, I, I wrote my review because I don't read reviews before I write mine. And then I started seeing how they're just it is blasted. universally hated. And I'm like, I didn't mind it. And and Kate Marquis even said at the screen list, she goes, yeah, I kind of like, like that because we have no expectations and we are not familiar with it. So I think we come into it with a fresh look and, you know, these are not my first choice to see things, but I, I have an open mind and I've, I've become increasingly impressed with what Leto's been doing the past couple of years. Well, speaking of Moon Knight and Disney Plus, you saw Better Nate Than Ever. I did, but I also did watch last night one episode of Moon Knight. Well, that, I, wasn't I watched able the first to, four. Yeah, so. I wasn't able to get in that four because they had such a short window. Well, what what do you think of? Well, they extended for a minute, but the first three episodes are one story, and then the fourth episode changes things dramatically. That's, that is all I will say about that. What do you think of the first episode of Moon Knight? I really liked Oscar Isaac a lot in this. And Ethan Hawke is going to be really creepy as the villain. Yes. He is. And uh, because I have no familiarity with this, takes a while to wrap around your head, you know, you're, and they haven't revealed everything yet. They're just setting up this disoriented. Right universe and i don't know anything about this mark mercenary dude so that will come but at the end when he transforms to moon knight with the cape and the mummy kind of outfit i was like oh okay and there'll be cgi fighting (laughs) yeah but i thought it was i thought oscar isaac was uh, really because when do you see him be light and do a british accent well, yeah, that was fun too. But also his character, he's such a he's such a hot mess of a person. But right. he's kind. He's kind. And when his world's falling apart because he doesn't know why his world's falling apart, just the terror in him. Uh, because I don't know what this dissociative personality disorder is, but uh he, when his whole life is collapsing because he thinks his dreams are real, it's it's very interesting. It's very clever. What did you think of Ethan Hawke? Ethan Hawke is magnificently creepy. Yeah, that's what I that's what I hear. So this better Nate than ever. I didn't know anything about this movie, and it was given to us at the same time turning red. And then I found out it was about a musical theater kid. Well, hey, that's my wheelhouse. So I was charmed by this film. And what is so funny, because if you are a drama geek, if you love Broadway shows, if you have any knowledge of musical theater, it is going to be fun. It is a fish out of water kid. He dreams of being on Broadway. His aunt is the incredibly wonderful Lisa Kudrow. Yes. And she lives in New York and she is fantastic in this movie. But his father is played because everybody else in his family's regular, not the show busy. You know, he's auditioning and, and you know, always breaking out into song. <laughs> he's one of those kids. And uh, I say, you know, let your fle- freak flag fly as they say in Shrek. But uh, his dad is played by St. Louis native, two-time Tony winner, Norbert Leo Butts. Yes. So that's fun. And then there's these Broadway people in it and, and random. And uh, the, the kid is uh, uh, somehow finds out about this audition, but he has to be in New York and it's going to be 
quite the hassle to get to New York for the audition. And he is not the jazz hand kid that the other ones are in line for. The other ones are very skilled, show busy, obnoxious kids in line for the auditions that they know how to do everything and play that game. And it's fun. It's a fun contrast. So I think kids will like it because it's a, it's a different, like, you know, be yourself, be your individual self. Yeah. Have it's you a, seen it? I, I did not see it. I watched the trailer for it and I said, this looks very uh, Broadway. It is. It is very Broadway and very fun, but it's more genuine than that awful crud that was cheaper by the dozen. Just let's just be so insincere to slap a family movie together. Why can't family movies be be a, you know original, but also have something to say in a relatable way i think this movie's more relatable than that awful let's put this together cheaper by the dozen <laughs> well it, the better late than never is based on the book from 10 years ago uh, from tim federley and he uh worked on the film too yeah he, and it's basically wrote, based on his yeah it's based on his life about how he was this totally uh misfit in school and he just wanted to do Broadway shows and, and be that kid. But back then it wasn't so easy. You know, when I was in school, we didn't have these drama camps. We didn't have these performing arts for kids centers. We didn't have any of that. Well, the, the, the book has two sequels. So we'll see if uh, Disney plus gives him a little more room to do that because the, Second one's called Five, Six, Seven, Nate. And then, and then. Oh, how cute. Yeah. And let's see, what's the third one? Oh, Nate Expectations. Oh, neat. Well, the director does a little preview. I don't know if that's going to be on the Disney uh, Plus thing, but we had to see this little film of the director talking about the origin and his life and what it meant to him to find his tribe, find his people. Because that's that's an important part of the theater community. We just had Mary McCrae on here last week talking about um, you know arts for life, and you do you find your you find your welcoming group that you're that you you can fit in, but you can stand out. Well, did you see? I don't know what contractor is. Did you see that? That I did not. That's a Chris Pine movie. I didn't even know it oh, was that, awesome. That movie? Yeah. No, I didn't it's, see it. It's, in theaters and digital this time tomorrow. I must have totally missed it because Kate watched it or Jim watched it. They were saying yesterday and I was like, I didn't, I, we are getting so many offers yes. for these obscure movies that aren't even going to open in St. Louis that I can't keep up. So I well, think when that, it's not allied. I, I don't know how many uh, Bruce Willis films, some, I, they did a story on why he's retiring from acting because it seems he's had some uh, memory issues for a while. And he had done like 22 movies in the last four years, which is unheard of. So I, I guess he was stocking. And he only does like one or two days of work on these films. And they put him over the title of the film. So it's... Well, remember, remember when we were talking after we saw Midnight in the Switchgrass that we were talking about how he's top billed and he's hardly in it. Right. And what's the deal with that? And then I reviewed Fortress and I said, he hardly has any dialogue. And they've been feeding him his lines through an earpiece. And he did this movie and uh, they already filmed two sequels. So I imagine those are going coming out, but all the criticism we had of him without knowing what was going on because we were harsh. Mm -hmm. Well, we because they because they're he's getting two million dollars for one or two days of work, which I I I don't blame him, especially if he knew that this was happening. I mean, no, if he if he and his family knew that he wasn't going to be able to make movies anymore, why not stock up? I know he was um, 
he just turned 67, which is how old I am. So he is same age. So it's scary. Now, it's uh, it, it's yes. really scary. Well, also, Lynn, I want to ask you about the uh, St. Louis Theater Circle Awards. How can a show that only ran <clears throat> three times get so many awards? Because it was the best produced musical at the Muni last summer. It was. It ran three run. times. Is it going to get. Is it going to be eligible when it comes back this year? No, we have a rule that it has to be, uh, uh, we have to have several years between a company doing it because there was a musical at, because uh, always Patsy Klein was at stages and they brought it back the second year and we had already given Zoe Vonderhaar uh, a supporting actress award for that. So we did not consider the second time for Patsy Klein, but it's been many years since that, and they brought that back. So it was nominated this year, and Diana DeGarmo won for oh. playing Patsy Klein. I love so, some Diana DeGarmo. Yeah, she is fab. She is fabulous. So it counts. But when it comes back next next year, no, we will not be nominated. But that was. I mean, we don't have, we don't have, uh, you know, uh, crystal balls. We didn't know when we reviewed it uh, opening night of Monday, we didn't know it was going to be shut down because of COVID. Well, it's still oh, wait, it, there, there was no opening night, remember? It was the second opening night. The first night got rained out. And then the second night was opening night. Right. Well, apparently of the 13 of us that are in the circle, y'all saw it thought to vote we have we have rules which are i think very good uh, if you have to have seen the show to vote for it which well you know it makes sense right yes so you can't vote for things you didn't see unlike the oscar ballot these people can all vote for things they didn't see right we don't um, have that you have i to like what speaking of the oscars i like what daniel radcliffe said he said i'm tired of seeing people's takes so i'm not going to give you one mm -hmm. so that's i'm i'm team chris but i understand the fatigue even after four days there there is slap fatigue well i think uh because chris rock was opening uh, his comedy show and that's the first we heard of him and he said he was still processing it i right. get this uh the the governors voted yesterday like everybody else in America, when I was watching it on Sunday, at first I thought it was a joke. Right. And even Chris Rock was laughing because when Will Smith came up, first of all, I don't even know why security let him up there. but well, Because he was in the front row. Thing. Yeah. There's no and security was, between the front row and the stage. It's not a yeah. concert. And uh, so that happened. And then, of course, everybody was disoriented but then film twitter went exploded and they had the uncensored japanese version which and australian be, yeah and australian too and so we watched that and i could tell from their faces that it wasn't a joke i was like this isn't a joke look at their faces but then everybody was so stunned it sucked all the air out of the room it ruined for to me, it hijacked the rest of the winners, which yep. was unfortunate. Poor Questlove and Jane Campion, and she's a trailblazer, and she wins an Oscar, the only woman ever nominated twice, and it's overshadowed. And then we were rooting for Coda, and uh, I think they did get their big moment, but this is what everybody's talking about. We had historic wins. Ariana DeBose, Troy Kotzer, uh, even Questlove for that summer soul that I tell people, you have to watch this movie. It's part of a history that was denied for so many years. And plus he takes you to church. And then, uh, you know, I just, I just think that, first of all, I got to say Coda, for those of 
people that don't have Apple Plus and don't want to sign up for Apple Plus, Plaza Frontenac is going to run it starting Friday, April 1st. Good. So if you want to go to a theater, you want to see it, I don't think you're going to have a long window. So you got to get on it. But people go, oh, I want to see that movie. Well, now's your chance. You can go see it. Well, I'm going to try. I really wanted to see uh, everything everywhere last night, but I went to Elton John instead. Yeah. And I hope there's oh, how another screen. Elton John was how fantastic. Was it's great. I, he actually sounded pretty good. There was only, uh, if I had one complaint, which it's minor, I wish he would have had one or two female backup singers. But other than that, it was a great show. And everybody was in tuxedos, except for Elton. He was in rhinestones. I saw some people walking into the Enterprise because it was so soggy. And uh, I saw a lot of sequins. As I yes, was. there were a lot of people wearing, my daughter actually wore her sequin jacket too. So it well, was Well, my son Charlie. Time thought in uh in the new the long what is the islanders yeah the islanders hockey team where they play oh uh, barclay center no it's it's, it's in long island it's a stadium oh. it's nassau maybe i don't know anyway he and his wife saw elton john there while they had never seen him before and they said it was fantastic so i, I love that He's bridging generations, and I haven't seen him since the 80s, but I so admire him and enjoy his music. And when I was a um, in high school, when he his first album, or his Your Song broke through, and that scene in the Elton John movie Rocket Man of Your Song is one of my favorite scenes from that year and maybe this decade when he and Bernie Topin put together that song, which is so good. Anyway, um, Elton is just going to be, um, I mean, his life is just really inspiring and it's good because now we have all this crud about bad behavior, what's entitled. Uh, I was, you know, you can get lost in Twitter and every, all these people were reacting with, um, Oh, you can get away with assault. So we're going to have that discussion forever. We're going to have the, will he have any repercussions? I think Chris Rock handled it like a pro. Yes, like Amy Schumer came out with a statement yesterday while um, so Wanda, did, uh, Sykes, Wanda Sykes. Regina Hall came out with one earlier. Oh, really? I haven't seen it yet. As working news. Uh, what did she say? Um, every, everyone's, they're all still, they all need time to understand what's going on. And they, they didn't know anything about it. I mean, they were backstage and they didn't come on for a while after that. They, yeah, I know. But Amy Schumer handled it great when she did that. I think, um, I, I know they're getting blowback for people giving him a standing O when he won. I have a feeling because they never took away Roman Polanski's Oscar or Harvey Weinstein's Oscars, but they did kick, yeah, they did kick him out. Right. Not Woody Allen, but they did kick out people like Roman and uh, Bill Cosby was kicked out of the Academy. But the Board of Governors, I do think they're not going to let him come back next year and present no. Best Actor. Unless and, he does it with Chris Rock. Yeah, which will be but the fact that he did not apologize and then he did that rambling acceptance speech kind of five minutes i mean they didn't cut him off they didn't do anything so all these i know you told us that the board of governors was was spread out and by the time they could make a decision he was already up there it was just this crazy uh unexpected experience there's going to be a lot of analysis pushback blowback whatever but yeah i'm kind of like i'm over it now let's talk about uh that the the great winners because i do think uh it really helped coda you only got one wrong everything that you picked lynn you only got one wrong and that was animated short i know which you, you took my advice but it was I took your advice it was Ardman. How I don't know who got windshield wiper in these a cinema St. Louis uh ballot contest, which I enter 
because uh, it's a little fundraiser and I like doing that. I got third because when I filled out their ballot, I still kept Kristen Stewart and I still kept Dos Origotos for song. But then when I did the family one on Sunday night, I switched. You them. got smarter. So I had, yeah. So so for the for the um, for the cinemas, I had three wrongs. So I got third place, which was cool. But you know, I got three the, wrong also. Yeah, so those were probably the ones. What did you think of the Bruno number live? Uh, I liked it. And I mean, it's for a, the song itself is very repetitive. I liked what they did with it because you can only do so much with that little bit. And they they changed it and they remixed it, and I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was fun. Well, well, my friends with grandchildren were appalled. <laughs> That, well, yeah. they sexed, that they yeah. sexed it up and also they changed the words <laughs> that's fine yeah poor poor Lynn, i was in a way i mean i like billy eilish and phineas so don't get me wrong and i figured that they were going to um um going to go that way but i want lynn manuel miranda to get his egot he'll get but, it he'll get it because he's genius but he was not able to be there because his wife contracted COVID yes. and so I was glad that he didn't win because you got if you're going to be an EGOT you got to have that moment you got to be there yeah so yeah. yeah it's fine Lynn where can we find you on everywhere I am in uh, uh I'm on KTRS every Thursday night after the 10 p.m news with Ray Hartman Miller Furniture presents Lynn Venhouse goes to the movies. I am in the Webster Kirkwood Times. I am on my website, poplifestl.com, where you can see all the St. Louis Theater Circle winners, including our friend Joe Hanrahan won six awards, best new play, wow. and his comedy uh, play that he didn't write, It Is Magic, swept the comedy awards. So how about that? And then St. Louis Shakespeare Festival won a whole bunch and guess who won best actor in a drama just guess i have no idea andre de shields in what? king lear the <laughs> the hollywood actor won i don't believe it well the broadway actor oh yeah yeah well come on but he was really fantastic he was great in that right yes uh did our friend Lori mack win yes she did Good job, she won. She has a she is a three time winner. There is only one other actor, Will Bonfiglio, that is a three time winner, and so now Lori has three, and two supporting, one lead. Yeah, Good. how about that? I'm glad. I'm glad for Lori. I like her. Uh, you can find me on the Mark Cox Morning Show Monday through Friday, uh, five to nine on ninety seven one, and you can hear me on the. Second Amendment and Great Outdoors on Saturdays and Sundays. Sundays on KMOX. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Carl the Intern and Instagram, where I am usually tweeting about me being at the hockey games. Hey, and you can hear me. New, there's a new concession at the Enterprise Center. Yep. Shake Shack. Shake Shack is there. I did not have a chance. The lines for everything were long. The merchandise line went around the building because people wanted to and my wife and daughter looked at me and said we'll buy them online so we weren't going to stand in line for merchandise last night lynn have a good weekend well you too it's going to be uh april and we should have smiles on our faces and be happy <laughs> bye it's been a very long 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 winter Bye-bye, everybody. Have a good weekend. Uh, be kind. Stay safe. Don't slap anybody. <laughs> <laughs>